Hey, this is Jeff Loveland. Thank you for tuning in to Anchor for My Soul podcast, where we want to give a message of hope in the middle of the storm by anchoring ourselves to the Word of God. In each episode, we will grow in our spiritual walk a little more as we use the SOAP Bible study method to dive deep into Scripture, observe what God was teaching, and apply the lessons in our lives, and then pray about it. I hope this encourages you today and helps you go forward with Christ. Welcome back to Anchor for My Soul podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Loveland. Today's message is called Jesus Calms the Storm. How many of us have faced trials and storms from time to time? No matter who you are, what your age is, where you're from, what you believe, and what you do, we all will face difficult times. Trials will happen. Storms will come. But when you are in the middle of a trial or storm, it's what you believe and how you respond that makes the difference. When the waves come crashing in, where does your focus lie? When the sky turns dark and gray, where does your hope come from? When things get rocky, where does your faith stand? When you don't know what to do, where do you turn? Jesus is the answer. No matter the trial, no matter the storm, no matter what fear or worry comes your way, seek the Lord Jesus Christ. He may not stop the hardship from happening, but He will help you through it. He will strengthen you when you are weak. He will give you peace when there is a struggle. He will make a way when there is no way. He will give you hope when you feel hopeless. When you are in the middle of the storm, it's important to know that you are not alone. You have the Lord and Savior right by your side. The greatest thing we can do in that time is draw closer to Him. It's extremely difficult to move forward when you've lost hope, and sometimes the only thing we can do is hold on to our faith, where we trust and believe that He will see us through. One thing you'll note about me is I love to create visual graphics to go with each and every podcast episode I give. In just seconds, a photo can give hope because that photo was inspired by the Holy Spirit and God's Word. Each graphic created represents something found or sought after in the Bible. For this episode, I created two different graphics. The first graphic is a picture of rocky waves with the words, have faith. Jesus calms the storm. Instantly, you can see how powerful the waves are and how things can get quite interesting in a hurry as the wind picks up and the storm rolls in. The other graphic includes a picture I took in my neighborhood after the storm rolled through. I was able to capture this moment where the sky was still dark, yet the sun made everything brighter than usual, and the rainbow placed in the sky reminding us of God's promise to never again flood the whole earth. This moment was peaceful. It was a great reminder of what it's like after we've gone through a tough time. There's peace and there's a calm. There are times where it gets dark and gloomy, but yet we can find peace once again. No matter what the storm looks like, 
no matter the trial or difficulty that you are facing. Keep going. Do not give up and do not lose hope. Have faith, trust in God, and seek the Lord. He will see you through. The storm will pass over, the sun will shine again, and there will be greater days ahead. Praise the Lord for each day He blesses us with, for those times where He is with us, even when it's difficult. Today's episode, we'll be reading out of Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 through 27, Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 41, and Luke chapter 8, verses 22 through 25. For each of these chapters, we'll be reading out of the English Standard Version. Please note, these are three different accounts of Jesus calming the storm by his disciples, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. As we listen, read, and review these passages, let's not be so focused on the storm, but the very one who is with us in that storm, Jesus. Let us keep our eyes on the Lord and have faith, as he reminds us we ought to do when times get tough. At this time, please turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 8, starting with verse 23. Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 through 27. Jesus calms the storm. Verse 23. And when he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great storm on the sea, so that the boat was being swamped by the waves, but he was asleep. And they went and woke him, saying, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. And he said to them, Why are you afraid? O you of little faith. Then he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, What sort of man is this, that even the winds and sea obey him? Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 41. Jesus calms a storm. Verse 35. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. And other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, you do not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him?
Luke chapter 8, verse 22 through 25. Jesus calms the storm. Verse 22. One day he got into a boat with his disciples, and he said to them, Let us go across to the other side of the lake. So they set out, and as they sailed, he fell asleep. And a windstorm came down on the lake, and they were filling with water and were in danger. And they went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. And he awoke and rebuked the wind and the raging waves, and they ceased. And there was a calm. He said to them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid, and they marveled, saying to one another, Who then is this, that he commands even winds and water, and they obey him? So that was our scripture reading for today. Now let's observe what it was saying. Let's apply it to our lives, and then we will pray. For this observation section today, I'll be breaking down the content into several different categories. First, we will discuss the scenario of what took place after Jesus and the disciples got into the boat. Then, we'll talk about the disciples and what they were saying as they headed into the storm. Then, we'll talk about Jesus, and we'll see how he responded once the disciples sought after him and the result that took place. Finally, we'll review what we read and discuss several main themes of these accounts of Jesus calming the storm and the result that took place. Let's start off with the scenario. What we see is a great storm that arose on the sea and the boat was being swamped by waves. As they sailed, well, Jesus fell asleep. And a windstorm came down on the lake, it says, as the boat filled with water, and they were in danger. Friends, when we are in danger, who do we look to? Ourselves, one another, or the Lord? In this case, a a great windstorm arose and the waves were breaking into the boat, and the boat was already filling. Yet Jesus, asleep on the cushion in the stern, which is the back of the boat, in a boat that's being rocked by the waves and water coming into the boat, yet Jesus is asleep. Have you ever been asleep in your bedroom and you hear the wind and the rain and you awake knowing that there's a large storm outside? That, you know, that moment where You are asleep in your warm, comfortable bed, not having to worry about the waves and the water crashing down on you. And yet you awoke knowing there's a large storm taking place on the other side of your wall and your window. Yet you're fast asleep and safe. In the story that we were reading, Jesus was in a boat that is going up and down with each large wave and water that was coming in and filling the boat, which means it was soaking everything and everyone, including Jesus. Friends, there's no way that he was not aware of the storm that was around him. 
Yet what we see is he was at peace in the middle of the storm because he is the one who brings peace in the middle of the storm. That's powerful to think about. Now the disciples, what were they saying? The disciples were saying, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? They would say, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. Master, Master, we are perishing. So several different ways they're saying, We are perishing. Lord, this is not good. Lord, wake up. Help us. Do you not know what's going on? But what we see is they know he is Lord and they called upon him to help them in this very situation that they cannot handle by themselves. They would cry out and they would say, we are perishing. Basically, Lord, we need you now. Do you not see? So Jesus, what happened there? Jesus, he awoke and he rebuked the wind and the raging waves. And then they ceased. There was a calm. Can you just imagine, if you close your eyes right now, just imagine starting off on this boat and you're going on this nice calm water and it's it's nice and sunny outside but then as as Jesus falls asleep and as things as they go forward all of a sudden those blue skies turn to dark gray and then they turn um, black basically and then you have lightning and you have wind and you have water that's just it's everywhere and those nice blue waves are now <laughs> treacherous waves that are just coming every which direction and, and and you may not know where to turn as you're going up and down you you don't know what to do the only thing you can do is cry out to your lord and savior and that's what they did here so jesus he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea and there's a great calm that's powerful jesus would say to them where is your faith why are you afraid oh you of little faith what great questions where is our faith when things get dark and stormy where is our faith when things are not going our way where is our faith when we get afraid where is our faith when all we can see is a turbulent past, a rocky present, and a bleak future? God is always good, is always true, and is always faithful. But sometimes we are unable to see that until we go through the storm. Now these disciples, these men, they, the result of what took place is they marveled. What they saw. What they saw was a man who was asleep in the middle of the storm at peace, sleeping on a cushion. And he wakes up and he tells the wind and the waves to stop and to be still. And they would marvel and they would say, What sort of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey him? And then they were afraid and they marveled, saying, Who then is this 
that he commands even winds and water that they obey him. What they see is a man who has control and authority over the things of this world that none of us could ever imagine before that. What they saw was a son of God doing miraculous things and showing us authority in the name of Jesus Christ. So now that we've went through the scenario and we talked about the disciples and Jesus and the result of what took place after they sought the Lord and asked for him to help. Well, let's review several of the main themes. One, they're following Jesus. The disciples who were with Jesus followed the Lord on land, on sea, or wherever he goes. As we read the Gospels, we see that his teachings start to become their teachings. His ways become their ways. Where the Lord leads, we are to follow, even through the storm. Now, just prior to the storm, Jesus was speaking to a large crowd. And then both Jesus and the disciples went into a boat to go to the other side of the lake or the sea, or really that body of water, whatever you want to call it. My question is this. As they followed the Lord and they got into the boat to go to the other side, was the storm used to change their lives and increase their faith going forward? Did God use this very storm to teach a powerful lesson to these disciples and every believer for generations to come? Why would the Lord, Jesus Christ, be asleep when things get as treacherous as they did? There had to be an example where God moved, where others can talk about that very situation for generations. Each testimony about this moment shows that the disciples feared the storm and the possibility that they may be facing death. So what did they do? They went to Jesus. This storm allowed the disciples to become first-hand believers and know that Jesus is Lord. This storm allowed them to really establish their faith, even as tougher days are ahead. Another theme is, where is your faith in your focus? Jesus asked them, where is your faith? Where is our faith when we are afraid and when, when we face trials? Where do we put our focus? Where do we put our trust? Is it in ourselves to navigate the storms of this life that we find ourselves in? Or is our focus on our Lord Jesus Christ, our God? The Lord's ways are greater than our ways. And are higher than our ways. Maybe it's best that we seek Him. The disciples marveled at what they saw. In these three stories and accounts from that stormy night, we see that the disciples came away admiring and in awe of what God did. They saw Jesus calm the storm, showing that who He is and what He says is true. They were face to face with the Son of Man, the Alpha and Omega, with our Lord Jesus Christ. What a powerful time that must have been. 
they realized in that moment that Jesus is not just another man. He is the Son of God, and He is God. After Jesus calmed the storm, the disciples were afraid and marveled at what they saw. They saw the authority that comes with Jesus Christ, that even a bad storm can come to a still and be at peace. They experienced the fear of God, the deep respect, honor, and awe that we have for God, who is so holy and righteous and true. And what we see is reminders for us as we are in the storms of life. Here are several more passages that come to mind that can give us hope as we go through those trials and those storms and whatever difficulty comes our way. Jeremiah 17, 7 says, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in Him. Psalm 18, verse 2, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. What we see here is no matter the trial, no matter the storm that you face, come close to the Lord, for He will give you rest. And through Him, you can find peace. And lastly, James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. The blessing is not the storm itself. It's what you learn when you come out on the other side of the storm. That moment you look back and realize that the Lord was with you the whole time. The more you draw closer to Him, the more blessed you are. You become more patient. You become more mature in your faith. And you are able to endure more because you see the past storm. And yet you get to look forward to an everlasting life through Jesus Christ. Now that we've read Scripture and we've observed what it was saying, how do we apply this to our lives? One, it's important that we know that storms will come and go. Two, the Lord will be with us. Three, let us seek Him and keep our focus on Him and have faith. Pretty simple. Let's remind ourselves that when things get quite difficult out there and the storms come in and the trials appear, let us seek the Lord. We still go through the trial and the storms of life, but He will be with us as we go through it. And He'll guide us and prepare us and and lead us out of it as well. 
Let's end in prayer. Father, we are so thankful for you. God, you are mightier than any storm that we will face. Your ways are greater and higher than any other way, and you are faithful and good. Father, we pray that we can see your goodness as the storm rolls in. We pray that Jesus becomes our focus and not the storm that we face. We pray that no matter the trial, that we are able to withstand whatever comes our way because we seek you, Lord. We pray that the storm rolls on through and we see the beauty on the other side, the mature faith, the testimony about our faithfulness and how we are much stronger than before. Lord, the storm has nothing on you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We are thankful for the storms that come to us still in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Anchor for My Soul podcast. If you would like to help us reach further and hear daily content in the near future, we ask that you share this podcast with your friends and also consider becoming a financial partner to help us reach further for Jesus and to share the word. We are blessed to have listeners who pray for us and go make a difference in the kingdom. Please check out our website, www.anchorformysoulpodcast.com, where we have our past episodes, information about the podcast, and even who I am. If you so feel led to become a financial partner, you can either go to our website or you can go to anchor.fm backslash anchor for my soul podcast. Together we make a difference. God bless.